to the Jaws Obsession, episode 21, where we are here to share with you, prove to you, convince you, or remind you that Jaws is the greatest movie of all time. What a week. What a week. How about that? Launching the Book of Quint campaign on Indiegogo.com. We had a lot of great comments. It's been very, very nice to see all the positive input coming in. We are very excited to move on to this next phase of the Jaws Obsession. We are now in the 50th anniversary of the Paul Newman effect on Jaws. What is the Paul Newman effect and how can we relate the Paul Newman effect to the Book of Quint campaign? We will get to this in due time, but first let's just recap right now. The Book of Quint campaign has launched on Indiegogo.com. You could go to JawsOB.com or you could go to BookOfQuint.com. It takes you to the same place and you will see that there's a Book of Quint page on the website. You click on that and that takes you, there's links. You can go to the concept trailer video that's on YouTube. You can go to the Indiegogo campaign. You also can go to a link where you can read the first chapter to the Book of Quint. Uh, We are now in an active campaign. It is live. Um, We are already getting backers online. Backers have already placed their spots. They're already in line to get the Book of Quint. It's very exciting to see it all come together. So um, I received some great comments already. We had one of our early backers, David L., uh, writes in, Hi, Ryan. I love the podcast. Your attention to detail is amazing. I also really love the first chapter of the book. I'm spreading the word about the podcast and book to friends and family. Best of luck with everything, Dave. So thanks, Dave, for that uh, for the great comment. And he was one of our early backers. He got right in line, and that's exciting to see. So the book of Quint is going to be published in October. It's, it's just going to be 
that's what's going to happen. We're, we're going to publish a limited run of the of the books, and we're going to send them out to the backers. Dave is one of the backers that already is in line. He was excited. He likes what we're doing here on the broadcast, but among, uh, but among that, he also liked the first chapter of the book. I urge everybody to go read the first chapter to see kind of what we are uh, on the edge of revealing here this full story of Quint and it's 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 vibrant it's in your face I mean it's it's it makes the it makes the character come to life it's a great opportunity to learn more about Jaws and the character of Quint but also the portrayal of that Robert Shaw did in the movie we had another comment an online comment Mark J wrote in really an outstanding marketing campaign impressive first chapter is a winner as well gripping can't wait to read the rest. Hope this gets to the movie phase. Thank you, Mark J., for that wonderful comment. And it's true. We we also hope it gets to the movie phase because um, there is a lot of story to tell. And I think it would be... My training is was always with screenwriting and screenplays. So the way I see the story developing, it is as if you're watching the movie. The presentation is most important when you're when you're directing a film or when you're writing a film you want to present the story in a gripping way and that's the way i believe great books great novels are written they present the story it's not just telling the story it's the presentation of the story and that's what we are dealing with here with the book of quint it, we are bringing you along on the process and that's what's exciting to see so really quick before we get into the paul newman effect I wanted to go over, because we didn't have much an opportunity to do it for episode 20, but I wanted to go over the Indiegogo campaign page and just talk about some of the little details that are in here. Um, when you go to the Book of Quint, you can go to Indiegogo.com. You can just search Book of Quint. It brings up the page. You can go to the link from our uh, website, JawsOB.com or BookofQuint.com. You'll, you'll get over to here to the campaign page. What you're going to see is you're going to see the funding goal. The funding goal is set at 3,000. It's going to get 3,000. It's going to get over 3,000. That's what we're anticipating. However, that number is kind of arbitrary. That number was just to create the campaign. What isn't arbitrary is the number of backers. And that is that will come into play later on when I answer a couple of questions that we've already been receiving about the campaign. So automatically you have a, uh, you, you can actually watch the video for the Book of Quint concept trailer that I created that is on the campaign page. That is tied in, it's hosted on YouTube, and it's tied into uh, our YouTube page, JawsOB over at youtube.com. If you scroll down on the right side, you'll see the two perks, okay? This is called it's select a perk. So you're actually, what you're doing is you're, you're selecting the option to either buy the book only for 30 US dollars, or the book is going to be signed and numbered with a sticker set, with a, a set of five vinyl promotional stickers. Let me just explain. The first perk, which is the book only, is 30 US dollars. That includes the shipping for the United States. So shipping is included in that price. For the rest of the world, it's a flat rate $10. Now, my whole goal is to get the book out to as many people as possible to make it accessible. We are not Amazon. However, we had to make it so we could actually get these books processed, printed, and then get the uh, packing material and send it out. I didn't want to go into semantics about, oh, how much is shipping from going to Japan or Australia or to, the, or, or to Great Britain. I wanted to just say, make it easy and just, there it is, $10. We're going to 
we are going to absorb the cost of the rest of that shipping. To ship this book over to, let's say, the UK, it's going to be about $16. So we are already going to absorb $6. We're just asking the 10 on top, right? And then we are absorbing the rest of the cost for shipping to the United States. Why are we doing this is because I wanted to streamline the process. We are going to absorb that cost in shipping. This is going to be a over 300 page book, limited edition. There's only going to be one run of this. This is a one shot deal that we're doing here. The book signed with a sticker set. Now that is 15 more. It's 45 US dollars. Shipping is included to the United States. It's only $10 more to ship to the rest of the world. So that means it's $10 if you're in Australia, it's $10 if you're in Japan, it's $10 if you're in South Africa, Germany, we're shipping it to you. This will be published in book format only. There will not be an ebook release in the future. Okay, so I've already people are already concerned why don't you release it in ebook? And this is this is the this is the reason. Okay. First of all, the story of Quint is iconic and it's timeless. And to read it on paper is a very classic format. The presentation of the story is going to be, I can, the Jaws Obsession, I can control that presentation of the story by handing you a book. And therefore, I can show you there's going to be the maps of Amity Island in there. There is going to be a, a, tech, a technical appendix regarding the orca and norm, nomenclature on the orca, nomenclature of tools and material that uh, Quint uses that is going to be mentioned in the story. So you'll be able to have this kind of reference manual as, as well as the novel itself. And that is the presentation is very important here. And I believe that when you're turning the pages, it's you books really should be cherished. I believe we've kind of lost that, that if you can unplug and then you're reading a book, it's something that's um, it's an experience and, and Robert Shaw's performance and and the character of Quint, I believe, deserves that experience. So that's why I'm going with no ebook. The next reason why I'm going with no ebook is because the number that counts. Remember, I've I've invested a lot into the research and writing of this book, and for the last it's 23 months now. I'm not planning on making any money on this project. The goal is not to make money. If it was to make money, then you can just go, okay, we're going to do an ebook for this. We're going to do a regular book for this. That's not the goal here. The goal is to, how should I say this? The numbers in the media world are, are very, um, they're unbalanced. For example, our podcast numbers do not generally reflect how many people have listened to the show. You could have one download, but that person could play that for three people in the car. That means three people listen to one download. You only get credit for one download. There's a lot of arbitrary numbers. For example, also on our YouTube page for the Book of Quint trailer, when you watch the trailer on the campaign for Indiegogo, that number does not jump over to the U, to the YouTube number. So there's two numbers going on. There's two sets. It splits all the numbers up. What we're trying to do here with the Book of Quint is we're trying to convince Universal Studios to make a prequel to Jaws. And doing that, we have to funnel those numbers. We have to channel all of you who are contributing all of these, we have to channel down into a one whole number. The, uh, uh, an ebook would dilute the whole number. The whole number is how many books are we going to make and push out? That's the number, that's the magic number, okay? And that is what we can actually say to Universal Studios, hey, there's a big demand, look at all these books that were made and enjoyed by the fans of Jaws around the world. So that's the reason why there's no ebook 
This is not about, it's not a money-making venture. This is about convincing Universal Studios there's a demand. This is almost as if it is a gigantic, a giant petition by fans around the world. You are petitioning Universal to make a prequel to Jaws by supporting the book for the prequel to Jaws called The Book of Quint. So that's the plan here. And that's kind of like what the campaign is designed to do. So as you scroll down a little further, you come down to a link where you see there's a concept poster for the book of Quint, and you can click on that. And that takes you right to the first chapter of the book. I'm already getting very good comments on it. We can always, we can talk about that first chapter in other episodes, but I put that out there because I wanted everybody to see what sort of the writing style I'm using, as well as the details, how for four or five lines of dialogue in Jaws, you can make an entire chapter. And that's what, that's essentially what happened. I took, you know, that you have that sequence is mentioned Thursday morning, Chief. I bumped into a whole, an old friend of mine, Herbie Robinson, baseball player, Bozen's mate. You take that and that's an entire chapter now. It's just like, so that's kind of where the book of Quint is headed. It's using moments and clues in the original Jaws and it's just enhancing them giving you a fuller picture. And that's what's kind of fun about the whole process. So that first chapter highlights that. And I wanted to show everybody this is what's going on with the book. As you work your way down, there's a section called funding. Now, once the campaign, it says once the campaign reaches 3,000, there will be a publication of the Book of Quint. That once again, that 3,000 is an arbitrary number. The, it's There's going to be a Book of Quint, even if there's only 10 books. If, if the, the 11, 12 backers that we have right now are it, they're going to get 12 books. There's 12 books are going to go to them. It doesn't matter. That number, I just had to have a number for Indiegogo to be able to start the campaign. But with each, we've already talked about the shipping. With each perk, the shipping is included for the United States. And then it's a $10 flat, flat rate around the world. Because in these trying times, it's difficult times, money's short. We know money's short. So we're just trying to get the book to you and get the book over to you. Also, what's nice about a book format is that you can give it as a present. So if you have someone that doesn't really know how to use an ebook, maybe an elderly parent, or if you have someone that is, that's not really tech savvy and they like Jaws, you can give this as a present to them. And the book's gonna be coming out in October. So it's gonna be perfect if you're uh, into Thanksgiving over in the United States, or if you're around the world and there's another holiday coming up, birthdays, you can give a present instead of an easy, instead of an ebook. It's great to give, hand over a novel and make a Jaws fan that you might know. You could totally make their day uh, with this because this is going to be limited edition. So this is this is a one-shot deal. Now, I can't control what happens if a bigger publisher wants to pick up the Book of Quint and then they want to release it on ebook, then fine, they might be able to do that. However, as it stands now, there's going to be, there isn't going to be an ebook. We have to funnel these numbers in because the, the goal of the day is to try to convince Universal for us to say, hello, hello, Universal, we'd like you to make this movie. We have an idea for you. You can make a lot of money on this. Let's go. That's where we're trying to just kind of give them the, uh, give them the friendly push that Universal might need at this time because 2025 is coming fast. It might be, it might seem like a far way away, but to make a movie, the movie process, you know, if when you're making a feature film, that process starts years in advance. So we have to, uh, we got to do it quick and get your businesses on the paying basis. You know how that is? So, okay, let me, let me talk really quick about the stretch goals. The stretch goals 
are put on there as just because you might be in line, you've already secured your spot to get the book of Quint. There's an incentive for you to go to your family and say, Hey, get this book. Hey, get this book. You know, like, because the more we get, the more goals we can unlock here. So the three stretch goals we have that are locked, obviously, because once you, so if we get to the $10,000 level, all campaign backers, that means the first person that's in line to the very latest person will receive a Book of Quint bookmark with their book once the once that level is reached. So we're going to burn off a series of Book of Quint bookmarks and your book will come with a bookmark, okay? And then so on. So then you get to the $25,000 level. All campaign backers will get a glossy fold-out map of Amity Island with their book once this level is reached. So um, that that's pretty cool. You know, like the old the old National Geographics where they used to have the maps inside and then you get to get the map out, you could unfold it, you could put it on your wall. Well, wouldn't it be cool to have a glossy fold-out map of Amity where you could actually sit there watching Jaws and you could actually watch, look at the island. And the island is a very unique shape. This is not, this was, there was a lot of research done into this island, the shape. John Tedder over at Quint Shark and Shack and orcarebuild.com He's been my technical advisor on a lot of this. So him and I have had very long phone calls, very long meetings where we have actually sat down and crunched numbers. And and he is actually working on the map portion. And we have been just all sorts of locations that I mentioned in the book of Quint have to, they have to agree with the movie Jaws. And that's what's exciting about this is that, that, and we're going to talk, we're going to have a whole episode on the map alone. That the the that that Amity is a third island. Amity is not Martha's Vineyard, and it is not Nantucket. It is a third island, and it is even mentioned in the movie. So we are going to uh, we are going to get to that at a later time. If we get to that twenty five thousand dollar level, we will have the resources to be able to make a fold out glossy map of Amity Island and include it with every book, which is so cool. I think that's that's kind of neat. And then of course. The $100,000 level, if we get there, oh my, that's pie in the sky thinking, I understand. Uh, If we get there, number one, if we ever got to that level, Universal's guaranteed to make the movie because they're going to go, what is this chaos over here? That, what are we missing out on over here? But with that, every book will be upgraded to hardcover. We are going to make the Book of Quint a hardcover novel and right to your door. Okay. So, and that's no, there's no extra charge or anything like that. So that's a little bit of incentive for people that have already gotten the book to say, Hey, go to their friends. Hey, buy this book. Hey, or, or maybe hint, hint, you got a couple birthdays coming up after October, you know, around maybe in December, January, February, March, order a couple, order two, three, you can definitely order more than one book. That's for sure. And some people have already inquired on that. uh, Some entrepreneurial people saying, hey, this might be a limited run. Why don't I get 10 books and I can sell them on eBay? You can do whatever you want with those 10 books, as long as you read one of them and watch Jaws and have fun. But after that, that's, that's, that's all you. So if you want to get 10, go ahead and get 10. The world's your oyster. In general, it's that, that is the streamlined campaign for the Book of Quint. I'm glad to have everyone following along, and it's wonderful to hear the comments already. It's exciting to see the backers already lining up. So we're, we're already 16% to our goal, and we've only, we haven't even been out a week yet. So this is exciting stuff. So with that being said, let's find out exactly what the Paul Newman effect is. 
the Paul Newman effect is actually, we're actually around the 50th anniversary of the Paul Newman effect. I think it was in, it was in 1972. I have source material here. I'm going to read a little bit here. Okay. As, as everyone knows, Paul Newman is an Oscar winning actor. He was in the hustler fast Eddie, one of my favorite movies right there. And he had a very, very long career in Hollywood. And there was a movie that he was uh, actually sent to screenplay for. Let's see here. Okay, so in 1972, just as the office was closing for business, Shaw's agents, Robert Shaw, so this has to do with Paul Newman. This has to do with Paul Newman's um, relationship with Robert Shaw. Now, Paul Newman actually, let's see here, Paul Newman was a stage actor. From what I believe is that he actually had experience acting with Robert Shaw on stage uh, in a couple of plays, possibly in New York City. Paul Newman had a history with Robert Shaw. In 1972, Paul Newman... Uh, uh, Robert Shaw's agents get a call from Paul Newman out of the, out of the blue, and Newman had been in England on location making the Macintosh Man, uh, an uninspired story spy story loosely based on the George Blake escape. So Newman had been sent a script for the of the Sting by Richard Zanuck and David Brown and Universal Pictures. Everybody knows this iconic film, The Sting, that Richard Zanuck and David Brown produced for Universal. It stars Robert Shaw, Paul Newman, and Robert Redford. So in the story that Newman's reading, so Newman has this screenplay. He's in England, okay, because Robert Shaw is a British actor, okay, even though he lived in Ireland. So he's he has this screenplay where he's reading The Sting. And in the story, Newman is required to play a character called Mr. Shaw. And in reading it, the name had made him think of Robert Shaw for the part of the Mark Lonigan in the film. So Newman's character is named Mr. Shaw, and he goes, hey, I remember Robert Shaw. Let me give him a call. So Newman was about to leave for New York, but he sent the David S. Ward script over to Robert Shaw's house by car, and he said he would do all he could to row Shaw into the film. So Robert Shaw reads the script for The Sting. He recognizes for what it is. It's a great piece of writing. If you've ever seen the movie, it's just it's a fantastic screenplay. It's it's a lot of twists and turns. So Robert Shaw calls John Gaines in Los Angeles and told him that to do all he could to get him The Sting, which is you know John Gaines was his representation on Los Angeles side of the of the world. But Newman was as good as his word and on January 12th, 1972, an offer came in from Universal for 8 weeks of work with one week rehearsal prior to shooting for Shaw to be in The Sting, for Robert Shaw to star in The Sting. So what we have is we have a Paul Newman effect that he was able to go to the producers and to Universal and say Robert Shaw would be perfect for the part of Lonigan in The Sting. Now, what happens is the rest is history. Robert Shaw goes to make a stunning performance as the henchman Lonigan. The movie's a great success. Now you fast forward to 1974, the, 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 the Jaws novel has come out. Richard Zanuck and David Brown have purchased the rights to make the Jaws novel, for, but with Universal. So now they're casting. Steven Spielberg then has his guy, he, wants, he has Sterling Hayden in the role for Quint. Sterling Hayden was a classic fisherman. He had experience on the water. For those people that don't know the actor Sterling Hayden, he was his and my his he was in um, uh, Doctor Strangelove, but he was also he was the guy that gets shot in the neck by Michael Corleone in The Godfather. He's the crooked cop. That's Sterling Hayden. So he was slated to play Quint. 
Unfortunately, Sterling Hayden was living on a boat somewhere because the IRS was all over him because of for liens on his income because of uh, divorces and alimony and, and, and financial hardships. So Sterling Hayden literally could not work and earn money. All that money would be confiscated. So he had to kind of wait it out. So he was not available for filming. At this time, what does David Brown go to Richard Zanuck and Steven Spielberg? And he says, hey, we just made this movie with this excellent actor, Robert Shaw, and he would be good in this role. After a couple back and forth, Spielberg says, yes, absolutely. So Robert Shaw is now cast as Quint. So the Paul Newman effect that happened back in 1972 actually plays a role all the way into 1974 because he put Robert Shaw in touch with Zanuck and Brown and Zanuck and Brown remembered him when they needed to cast Quint. And it just so happened that Robert Shaw was in New York working. He had a little bit of time left on his visa to stay in America and work. And he was just in the right place at the right time. And he could just go right up to Martha's Vineyard and start shooting. Of course, we all know the hardships that happened and all the stuff that was happening with Robert Shaw and trying to extend for the filming time. But the Paul Newman effect is he was in England and he reads it and that his character is named Mr. Shaw and he reminds him of the guy he acted with, Robert Shaw. He not only sends the script over to Robert Shaw, he goes all the way back to Los Angeles and then he goes to the producers and says, you guys got to put this guy in the movie. And the rest is history. So how does that relate to the Book of Quint? The Book of Quint is that everybody out listening to my voice right now has a chance to do their own Paul Newman effect in that it's what you do now that is going to have, it's going to have an effect years from now. That if we all stand together and if we don't, because right, Paul Newman could have said, oh, yeah, you know what? He'd been kind of cool for it. And then he could have just, you know, forgot about it. But he actually followed up on it and he was proactive and he actually got the wheels turning to get Robert Shaw involved in the sting. And then the rest is history. And Robert Shaw is with the same producers of Jaws and he gets put in Jaws and he makes the movie Jaws for all of us. And then now here we are, we are on the cutting edge of something where we have a book. The simple fact is that the story has to get out to people and it can't be done on its own. You have a chance to have your own Paul Newman effect on the book of Quint and the Jaws legacy by actually choosing to get in line and stand together shoulder to shoulder and support the book of Quint and they actually let Universal know that we are serious, that we really want to see a prequel to Jaws to celebrate our favorite movie and its 50th anniversary in 2025. Yeah, special thanks to Paul Newman. Who's not with us anymore, but he actually had an effect. And it's all the little things, all those little things that happen early in the story. It's why Jaws is the greatest movie of all time, in that everything that was unplanned 
It just happened at the right place at the right time. Wonderful, wonderful. So that's what I term the Paul Newman effect. The movie Jaws is copyrighted property of Universal Studios. Any references and sampling from the movie Jaws in this episode is intended to fall within Section 107 of the Copyright Act. The copyrighted materials are fairly used for the purposes of criticism, comment, reporting, teaching, and research. The materials used here are protected by the Fair Use Guidelines of Section 107 of the Copyright Act, all rights reserved to the copyright owners. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for sponsoring and supporting the Book of Quint on Indiegogo.com. Please visit bookofquint.com, jawsob2025 at gmail.com. Write us in. Let us know what you think about that first chapter. Also, let us know what you think about the trailer. How about that trailer, huh? It's always nice to hear from you. We have a really special episode coming up for episode 22. That's not going to be missed. Thank you very much for listening. Until next week, farewell and adieu, and show me the way to go home. <laughs>